listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello! Welcome back to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio with me, Deb Wolf. And today I'm here with Angela Kerslake. And she's from Vancouver like me. We're both calling from Vancouver, B.C., Canada. But we're not talking about Vancouver today. We're going to be talking about Guatemala, which sounds exotic, makes me think of beaches maybe, and lounging around on vacation. But that's not what Angela does when she goes on vacation. (laughs) So welcome to the show, Angela. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. What's this all about, first of all, so people know? Guatemala and animals and you, what's the connection here? (laughs) All right. Uh, well, um, about three years ago, I went to Guatemala for, for my first visit to that country, and it was um, for the purpose of volunteering at a dog and cat shelter, which is operated by Animal Aware Guatemala. So it was a volunteer vacation that I went over on, and I was there for three weeks and fell in love with the country, fell in love with the people, but more importantly, saw what huge need they have for help, both volunteers, physical volunteers, and also financial help at the shelter that they operate over there. They operate on a shoestring budget, and um, currently in their shelter they have, I think it's about 330 dogs and about 100 cats in the shelter. Oh, and man. I was just it's just amazing what 330 dogs I mean a lot of dogs in a barn and a couple of barn you know but 330 dogs that's the noise even you know Uh, the poop poop. what about the poop right that's what (laughs) 660 to 1000 poops a day that's what that is right holy well thankfully the, the shelter is located on several acres on the side of a mountain so, you know, it's great for the dogs because although they're all kept in, in uh, enclosures housing about eight to ten dogs, they all are taken for long walks on average three times a day by the few workers that are at the shelter and, and the various volunteers that, that go to help. So uh, so that helps with, the, with that problem. <laughs> okay, so you're in Guatemala, you're doing this, you think it's a good thing. But you don't just, like, come back and then the next year go to Hawaii. What happened to you then? What happened? Well, after being there the first time, as I say, I saw, I mean, it's impossible not to see just um, how desperately they do need assistance. So I decided that I would go back, and as it turns out, for for each of the last three years, I've gone back twice a year to volunteer for various periods, anywhere from a week to three weeks at a time. And I love going over there. I love doing what I can to help them. And in addition to physically assisting them at the shelter when I go over there, what my husband and I have been doing as well over the course of the past three years is we've been doing whatever fundraising we can so that we can send monies over to them. And, uh, oh, and of course, I shouldn't forget that I've also adopted, I adopted one kitten that I brought over on one occasion. Your house is full, isn't it? Oh, you have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And on another occasion, I brought back three dogs, which um, now form part of our our huge animal household. And, okay, uh, what is that? How yeah. many have you got total? Uh, I don't know if I want to say. <laughs> okay, don't say, no. don't say. No, no, no. no. I, actually, I'm sorry. I, I have, I have no, it's okay. I, I have a number, let's just say I have a number of cats and three dogs. Okay. Uh, all and, right. um, yeah, a and number. all rescues, of course. 
Yeah. Well, okay, I have a whole bunch of questions for you. One of them is, mm. I just want to say, like, people can look at the video. We're going to mm-hmm. post it and mm-hmm. see. One of the remarkable things that I noticed in the video is how well all the dogs get along, even at feeding time, even when I food know. is pulled out. Yeah. What is going on with that? That is amazing. I know. I noticed that as well. I never saw any fights and any aggression between the groups in, in their enclosures. Now, I'm sure that there are, you know, some dogs in some enclosures that don't like others, but um, they do a really good job, I think, at the shelter of determining which dogs work look well together. So, no, yeah, that's they not understand a problem. Dogs. See, and you can see yeah. when the trainer moves, he's just feeding them. He's barely talking to them, but you can see their eyes are on him. They all like him. They all like oh. him so much. They all oh. want his attention so Absolutely. badly. They're yeah. leaping for joy. Um, yeah. Okay, so tell us what it's like. You know, you get there. You've never been there. Are yeah. you, like, in a hotel? Are you in a tent? Like, what's if someone's thinking, oh, I'd like to go to Guatemala and help animals, yeah. what would they experience? What to expect. Okay, well... If you haven't been to Guatemala before, Guatemala, it's not a rich country. And so when you arrive at the airport and, and you travel to the shelter, well, first of all, it, it's about an hour from the Guatemala airport by vehicle. And when you arrive at the shelter, you have a choice. You can stay at the volunteer accommodation that they have at the shelter, which is very basic. They charge you $5 a day which, of course, is extremely inexpensive, but it is very basic. Or if you want to, there's a a very nice, clean, safe hotel, which is about a 10-minute walk from the shelter. And last time I was there, that was $25 a night, which I thought was also pretty reasonable. So you have choices in terms of where you stay. You don't stay in a a tent. You stay either in a hotel or, or at the shelter. And you need to be aware that the shelter is, as I say, located on the side of a mountain, and I think it's 7,000 feet above sea level. So it can take you a couple of days to adjust to that. And it You mean you're tired or you're out of breath or what, um, what kind of adjustment yeah, are you talking about? I think because you're at such a high altitude, if you're not used to it, you can get a little bit short of breath. So it, it just takes a couple of days, as I say, to adjust to that. But it's just, it's beautiful being up there on the side of the mountain because, of course, I mean, the air, of course, is so fresh and, and it's beautiful uh, scenery. But, but very, very basic, as I say, and you do have to be prepared to do a lot of walking and, uh, and it's on hilly terrain, which, of course, is, is in part why the dogs do so well there. Um, if you go to their website, you'll read stories about dogs who have come to the shelter, you know, in a in very sorry state. And after being at the shelter and on the grounds for a number of weeks, they become very strong again because they've, they've got all of that terrain to run around on. So, Oh, yeah. Life. It looks like they're having a good time. It really does. Oh, it looks like they're playing yeah. and romping and wrestling and, and their yeah. muscles are working and they're running up and down these sandy hills, rocky hills. It looks pretty yeah. cool. We're talking about fun. Aware Guatemala and we're talking with Angela Kerslake and we're just going to go for a commercial right now. We're going to come back and I'm going to ask her a couple more questions. I'm going to ask her a little bit more about the experience of volunteering, but I'm also going to ask her about some fundraising and how that's going. 
And why, when I first met her, why was she wearing a wig? I really need to know that before we keep talking, because I keep trying to wonder what you actually look like. And how come if it was fancy dress, nobody told me I could have dressed in my, I don't know, Star Trek, Xena. I love costumes, but no, nobody told me. Anyway, we'll be back on Pet Life Radio with Animal Party in a moment. Because the best is yet to come. Stick around. Dog Shelter Blues, the new novel by Mark Conkling. This hard-hitting story lights up the world of animal rescue with engaging characters and their pets. Struggling with their own internal demons as they attempt to rescue innocent creatures that sometimes bring a mysterious transforming power to broken lives. Read the first chapter of Dog Shelter Blues free at dogshelterblues.com. Then come along a breathtaking journey that ends with an astonishing triumph of good over evil. Order your copy of Dog Shelter Blues today. Available at amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. You're inside the VIP room. With the hottest party in town. Back to the party. Let's go! Hello! We're back on Animal Party with Pet Life Radio and me, Deb Wolf. And, well, you know me from Camp Good Dog. But this time we're not talking about dogs and cats that are pampered and spoiled and come to camp and spend more $30 or so for a day. Today, Angela, you wouldn't believe it. I saw on TV just before we were preparing for the show today, doggles, sunglasses for dogs. And apparently oh there's this, yeah, there's this whole line of, uh, what's that stuff called? Tommy Bahama. Is that right? Am I getting that right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, Tommy Bahama hats and and accessories for dogs. And I'm thinking, and there's these dogs in Guatemala, perfectly good dogs. They look just like the dogs you see around here. Some of them are even purebred. There's little labs and Jack Russells and crosses and puppies and all so well-behaved and deserving. And, you know, for not much money at all, people could be supporting them. So, so. I know you do fundraisers, and I went to one. That's how I met you. Right. Why were you wearing that wig, oh, Angela? Well, <laughs> there's this past fundraiser that we had. We thought we'd make it uh, a Hollywood night type of scene, so that's why I was supposed to look a little bit like Marilyn Monroe. I, I know, I know, I, I didn't, but that was the reason for the for the yellow Marilyn Monroe type wig. And um, oh no, yeah, I it was, think it was a lot you, did. Of fun. you did look like that. You did look Hollywood. <laughs> sure. sure. And I thought your husband was going for like Thurston Howell or something like that. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what he was up to. What was he up to? Was that Hugh, was it Hugh Hefner? I mean, it was a bathrobe, wasn't it? I don't know what was going on there. What was going a smoke, on there? A smoking jacket, I think. A too. smoking it's, jacket. Yeah, yeah. Is that what they call it? I don't know. It was busy. I didn't really get a good look. But uh, that was a really nice night. And I'm sure you raised yeah. you know, money for for the animals in Guatemala, for Aware yeah. Guatemala, if people want to check it out, there's a website, yes. and uh, we'll have the video up, we'll have the links up right here with Pet Life Radio, so you can go there easily. But, um, so Angela, you're sort of telling us, okay, you're in Guatemala, you're, yeah. how you stay, so do you have to like walk up, the, if you're staying at the hotel, are you walking up the mm-hmm. mountain every day, and walking down every day? And, uh, and You are, uh, you are, and okay. it's about a, a 10 minute walk. 
Um, oh, that's not bad. But it's not that bad. I'll tell you, I certainly got in, in, in good shape each time I go over there because of the, the exercise and the fresh air. For me, in addition to going over and helping the animals, for me, it's a bit of a health retreat because, as I say, exercise, fresh air, if you love animals, of course, you know, what better thing to do than immerse yourself in, in helping these wonderful animals. And you can eat very well. If, if you want to, you just walk to uh, the town of Sampango, which is about about a 20-minute walk, and you buy your, your fresh groceries there. And um, so, yeah, it's a great experience. And I would highly recommend it to anyone who's, you know, a big animal lover. What are the um, people like? I guess you're meeting really kind people if you're meeting the people in Animal Rescue, and you're kind of not meeting yeah. them superficially either. Right, so what, right. what's that part of it like? Have you made connections with people? Yeah, yeah. I, I've made some really good friends in, in Guatemala because, of course, the people who are associated with and, and involved in the shelter obviously are, are huge animal lovers. And so I do communicate on a regular basis with a number of those those individuals in Guatemala and, of course, look forward to seeing them every time I return. The people in general I, I find to be very, uh, very pleasant, very nice. My Spanish <laughs> is sadly lacking, and, and so that unfortunately has precluded me from getting to know a, a lot of the locals because of the language barrier. But if you don't speak any Spanish, that certainly is not a reason for not going there because, uh, as I say, many, or I would say most of, of the volunteers at the shelter do speak English. Yeah, no, they're all Well, it'd be people. sure a good way to learn. It'd be a great yeah, way to absolutely. learn if you're working on it. Um, okay, so... Do people ask you, because when I told people I was going to this event, because I had to get a babysitter and I had to get, you know, a pet sitter and all, all this sort of stuff, I told people I was going to this event and they all said the same thing, or mm-hmm. many people did. Why Guatemala? Aren't there mm-hmm. animals in Vancouver that you could mm-hmm. go to a benefit for? Yeah, and I yeah. kind of, I said, you know, animals are animals wherever they are cool. and this is happening. But I also thought, I didn't say this, but I kind of thought that maybe your dollar goes farther. Especially when oh, you said the hotel's $25. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, a night of kenneling here would be that. I bet you $25 buys you way more for the animals there. Oh, it absolutely does. First of all, my response would be, as was yours, and, and that is, it doesn't matter to me whether the animal is in Guatemala, in China, or in Canada. If an animal is in need, an animal is in need. And if I, if I can help, I'm going to help. The concern with the animals in Guatemala, from my perspective anyways, is because Guatemala is a poor country and because the people, for the most part, have a challenging time to provide for themselves and their families, unfortunately, there is no excess monies available to many people in Guatemala to assist animal shelters, such as Animal Aware Guatemala. So if it were not for funding or donations from outside of Guatemala, I truly do not believe that the shelter would be able to uh, exist. You can imagine how much food they go through on a weekly basis with 330 dogs and 100 cats. And in the, even though everything is much less costly over there, it still, you know, cost, does cost a fair bit to, to feed all of those animals. So if I donate, for example, $100 to the Animal Aware Shelter, that goes so, so far. You can't imagine, you know, how much good that will do. If you actually go to their website, they explain that, um, if you, 
donate, I think on their website they talk about if you donate uh, $10, just how far that will uh, take um, their work. And for us, $10 here, if we go to Starbucks or Tim Hortons for that matter for lunch, there's $10 gone, right? And over there, I think it's enough money to cover all the vaccinations for an animal, you know, plus. So. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. What's the website while we're talking about it? Is um, it a dot .com? It's uh, www.animalaware.org, O-R-G. Okay, and we'll have and, links up with that, but just in case people are listening in their car or while they're running or something, yeah. animalaware.org. Or, so right. go there if you want to see this. And right. okay, so $10 goes a long way, $100 goes a long way. Volunteering Huge. and going on a trip. You get a trip, you get a totally new experience. Does anybody ever do this with kids? I can't say that I have seen children there. I I don't know that it would be ideal for young children because there are 330 dogs and and I don't think it would be ideal for young children. Certainly, you know, teenagers are obviously excellent experience. Mm Um, and very fulfilling for them. Yeah, I mean, as I say, because, because of the there is a of new dogs. market out there of people looking for things to do that give back, but our mm-hmm. experiences when they're on uh, traveling. And I've had uh, calls. I've done shows with people who do programs like where they take advantage of the tourists coming at the right time of year when the turtle eggs are hatching and the turtles mm-hmm. need to be hand carried to the beach and released and guarded all night and things like this. Mm-hmm. And the kids love that. So there are programs. Oh, yeah. There's programs in in Africa with pep and different things where the children are involved and, and it's good. But this one sounds like a little bit older is better. I, 16 I, and I up, think maybe. So. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But yes. it could be great yeah. for the right teenager. You know, that, oh, that uh, high school kid who wants to become a veterinarian, this would be absolutely. an eye-opener, you know? It, it, it would because at the shelter they do have a clinic where one of the vets from uh, the town of Sampango comes to the shelter once a month and he does the spay and the neuters there and other surgeries. So it's quite an eye-opener if, if you want to, you know, to be exposed to that side of things, um, absolutely. And they do so much with, as I say, what, what little they have. And veterinarians and, and veterinarian assistants, they are always desperately looking and encouraging those individuals to come over to volunteer because there's always animals that need medical attention, as you can well aware. So if somebody listening has experience as a vet tech or a vet assistant Mm -hmm. or has a first aid class behind their belt, pet first aid, or even someone who's in the human field but Mm -hmm. medical, this Mm -hmm. would help a lot, wouldn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And dog trainers. Oh, is that a big hint there? Is that a hint, Angela? It it is. Because they are, of course, always looking to adopt the animals out of the shelter, obviously. And the dogs that are coming into the shelter, many of them haven't been well socialized because they're literally rescued from the street. And so dog training is really important because that then allows them to send the animal, whether it be to Canada, to the United States, to be adopted out. But the animal, of course, needs to be fairly well socialized in order, you know, for that to work, of course. Ooh, now that's interesting. Okay, so we're going to go to our last commercial break and come back, and I'm going to ask Angela about that. Because if you're listening and you're thinking, you know, I'm running for a new dog, maybe I could could adopt one from Guatemala Rescue. Mm -hmm. Guatemala, Mm -hmm. yeah, that could work. So stay tuned and you'll find out how on Animal Party with Pet Life Radio. 
leave this party before it's over because the best is yet to come. Only losers leave the party early anyway. Party on. Back in a few. Are you crazy about cats? If so, check out the World is Your Litter Box, Deluxe Edition. This clever how-to manual for cats, written by a cat named Quasi, contains more laughs than should be allowable in one book, and is poignantly underscored by the combative yet loving relationship between Quasi and his human. The World is Your Litter Box, Deluxe Edition, is guaranteed to have you laughing your tail off. So, treat yourself to a copy today. Available from Amazon. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet. At a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on possum gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. So you can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. You're you're, you're inside the VIP room. With the hottest party in town. Back to the party. Let's go! Hello! We're back on Animal Party with Pet Life Radio, and I'm interviewing Angela Kerslake, sort of. We're talking. We're talking about animal aware in Guatemala, and she just dropped a big hint that maybe I should be taking my vacation in Guatemala and training up some dogs over there so they can get adopted out. And that's true. I mean, a well-behaved dog gets adopted. That is so true. And if you have a way with dogs, if, if you've always had well-behaved dogs, maybe you're between dogs right now, this would be a great way to get your dog fixed and do some good overseas or, well, depends where you live, at least somewhere else, somewhere where things are tough, where animals mm-hmm. maybe don't come as high up on the agenda of public spending, mm-hmm. where they really, really need your help. So, And you get an exotic, amazing experience, but you feel good about it. Is it a week? Is it two weeks, Angela? How do they do this? When they go, I've gone for as little as as one week, and on other occasions, I've I've gone for three weeks. My husband, naturally, he's gone over for as long as as eight weeks. So it depends on on what your schedule enables you to take for a holiday. Okay, before we get to how you can get a pet through this program, I want to ask you, okay, because people may think, oh, Angela must be a vet receptionist and her husband um, must be, you know, a horse guy. Okay, so this isn't the case, right? You didn't come to this through your work with animals, did you? 
No, I, I'm not in um, my Your day uh, job? regular job. My daytime job is not, unfortunately, working with animals. In hindsight, I kind of wish it was, of course. But no, I'm, I'm a lawyer during the week, so to speak. But I've always had huge passion for, for animals. And um, hence the size of our animal household with all the cats and dogs that we have. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm not in the uh, animal profession. But uh, as I say, you I'm know what? I, get, I just imagined you as a superhero. Lawyer by day, animal oh. rescuer by night, you know, with a costume change, right? Where you get out of a suit and you change into like khakis and hiking boots. <laughs> what would your, hey, okay, so if we did this for your husband, what's his regular and what's his alter ego? He works for the government. So again, he is not a, in the not animal, a veterinarian, not a No, no, no. <laughs> no, but on one of my visits to Guatemala, I did convince my vet and his wife to come with me. So going back to you know opportunities for people to go over and volunteer, I, I, I should say that what I've wanted to do for the longest time is to start getting together small groups of people who are interested in volunteering at the shelter but are a little bit nervous about going over there for the first time and not knowing anybody over there and not being quite sure as to what to expect and so on. So before I forget, I wanted to say that if anybody is interested in going over to volunteer um, at the Animal Aware Shelter, if they want to contact me and if I can get a a small group together, I I think it would be a lot of fun for everyone who went. And as I say, the shelter, of course, would benefit immense. And it, I hope, might provide an opportunity for someone who, who otherwise would be hesitant to go. When I told my daughter I was going to this benefit, she's eight years old and she doesn't know where Guatemala is in. <laughs> she immediately started calling it the guacamole oh. uh, dinner. Yes, the guacamole event, the guacamole shelter. And she actually, when I talked to her about it later, she actually thought that there was going to be some kind of, she likes these food channel shows. She thought I was going to a party where there was going to be guacamole recipes and guacamole testing and, you know, just basically a guacamole party. So I don't know, is that in the future? Are you ever going to have like a foodie testing party as one of your fundraisers? Because I'd like to tell her that she gave you the idea of the guacamole for Guatemala or something like that. I think that is an excellent (laughs) idea. I think we will. (laughs) We're always looking for ways to, to raise funds for the shelter because, uh, again, I can't emphasize too much how desperately they do need the assistance. And so I think that would be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, you might get for- a completely different crowd. I saw that the silent auction, or well, actually it was a real auction, the wine bottles, those oh, that's were... always a huge hit. That was amazing. It like really the pre- They were paying what should they should pay for one bottle for a box. I mean, it was, yeah. I'm yeah. not a wine drinker, so I was just watching the people and watching how they were competing. And yeah. one woman was trying to distract some man so he wouldn't <laughs> And somebody else is getting in on the side, and I'm there. I'm just thinking, wow, this is competitive. This auction, look at that. Yeah. Same for that, the painting or a print of uh, the Brat Pack. Oh that yes, yes, like, yes. Ooh, that was a, a big hit. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. I'm yeah. sure that went well. So I, I was having a good time. The food was incredible. So maybe, yeah. maybe the guacamole idea isn't so bad. I don't know. So if people are listening and they do want to find out how to get an animal, like how to rescue one of these dogs that gets retrained and rehomed and sent. How does that work? Best thing for them to do is, is to go to the, the, the website, the animalaware.org website, because on the website they've got 
pictures and descriptions of all of the dogs and, and cats that are available for adoption. It's not that difficult at all to adopt a cat or dog from Guatemala. A lot of people think that, uh, incorrectly that the animal has to um, be detained for, quarantine. for six months. People think quarantine. quarantine yeah. yeah, and that is not the case. As long as the animal has um, had their rabies shots in um, Guatemala, and and as long as there is a, a vet certificate confirming that the animal is in good health, it's just a matter of getting them shipped over here. And uh, as I say, I've brought three dogs and, and one kitten that I've personally adopted. On another occasion, I had four puppies shipped over here, all of whom I, I adopted out. It was never my intention to keep them, of course, but I found really good homes for them, and that was, you know, four more puppies that were basically saved, right, from the streets. So it's really easy. So anyone interested should go online. All the And they're, they're already there. spayed. They're neutered. They're vaccinated. They they're trained. They're yep. healthy. So it's not yep. like you're getting some unknown quantity. They don't no. pick the sick ones and no. the weaklings and the bad ones to send. They pick no. the best ones. But okay. I'm wondering, okay, so when you fly back, mm-hmm. how many animals are with you normally? Because the paperwork, of course, usually takes a couple of weeks to be done. I've never been able to, to fly uh, back with, with the animals at the same time mm-hmm. that they've had to follow me, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But the airlines, so far, they've been really good and never any, any problem or concern with, you know, the care of, of the animal or the, the health of the animal. They've all arrived safe and sound nice. and, and don't seem to be overly stressed out by the whole whole ordeal either yeah it's you know it depends on the animal i had this dog mike i had him for years he lived to be about 17 he was a wolf cross that he wasn't mine to begin with but he ended up deciding he was going to live with me years and years ago and one time the very first time he ever went on a plane i went from vancouver to toronto which is a very long flight and we no stops but it was still a long flight and got out in toronto and um, he didn't come out of the plane. It was taking so, so long. And I, I went to the guy unloading things like, you know, water skis and whatever. And I said, is there a dog there? And, and he goes, he said, oh, yeah, that the black dog? And I said, yeah, thinking, oh, no, what's he done? You know, because he was a really <laughs> smart dog. And I thought, oh, God. He said, oh, no, he's sleeping. We didn't want to wake him. So then they unload him. And sure enough, he gets out. He yawns. We get Aww. out of the airport. He goes to the first tree. He's on it. He's like, right. okay. I'm here, like completely like not phased for one second, you know, just totally took it in stride. But there are other dogs and sometimes puppies transported when they're really young, especially in their their fear period, which is about three, four months of age when they're learning what to be afraid of and what not to be afraid of. It can be overwhelming for them and they can leave. I had this one golden retriever that used to stay with me a lot, eight months, nine months, 10 months, 11 months. He was all great. Then they went to Australia for a job. He got sent into quarantine for a while, and by the time he came out, the job had fallen through, and they had to relocate back. Eventually, I met him again, six months or so later. Not the Mm -hmm. same dog. Not even close to the same dog. Nervous. Uh, Sounds, yeah, bad stomach now. All kinds of problems. So sometimes a flight is not your best. If your dog's already nervous or anxious, if your cat already freaks out at things, it's better to find some other solution than flying them around. But there are some dogs and cats who are just 
bomb-proof. They just don't. Right. They go with the flow, and, and it's easy for them to handle. And as long as you plan carefully so there's no stops and no hot weather right. destinations, like you would never fly somewhere. I mean, they won't let you, but even if they did, you would never choose to fly somewhere like Arizona in the summer with a pet, you know, right. because it's just too hard on their systems with the heat. But as long as you're sensible and you plan properly and you get all your paperwork in order in advance, which is what you guys are doing with this rescue, you, they do it for right. you. You don't want to travel with a dog like uh, Howie Mandel and end up with your ancient chihuahua in Hawaii and they won't let you in because you didn't get the vaccine record properly right. done. Or end up like Justin Bieber with his monkey and, well, right. thank God for that. Thank God they took the monkey away. Anyway, we won't talk about Justin Bieber and his <laughs> monkey. It gets me upset. But uh, so let's, um, I think we're almost out of time for the show, Angela. Is there, maybe you want to just add a few things about the experience or why people should check it out? Yeah, I would really encourage everybody to go and have a look at the website because there's a, a ton of information there about the history of the shelter, how it got started and all different ways as to how someone can help. You don't have to, of course, um, necessarily physically go to Guatemala and, and volunteer at the shelter. There are so many other ways of assisting, obviously donations being one of them, of monies. But there's also a, a wish list on the website of items that they can always make good use of. And I always remember flea medication is a big one. They can never get enough of that, and it's very costly for them over there. So, oh, with the climate, it must be a constant yeah, battle. And I exactly. bet there are people who, you know, they don't have their pet anymore, maybe divorced, maybe the pet died, maybe they got bottles of this stuff under the cabinet and they don't mm-hmm, know what to do with mm-hmm, it. You can't mm-hmm. dump it down the sink. You can't throw it in the garbage. It's toxic. No, no But yeah. these guys can use it, right? Exactly, exactly. So that's a good thing. What else is on that list that you think people might have? Let's see here. I've got their list. Oh, metal food bowls. Yeah, because the other one's germs. You can't use plastic in a shelter or a kennel or you're just spreading things. So it has to be metal. So that makes sense. Yeah, so they are always in need of those. Because, again, you can imagine with 330 dogs, they go through a lot of uh, food bowls. But metal food bowls, flea treatment, toys for the cats and the dogs. I mean, we can't forget about the cats, of course, because there's about 100 cats in various enclosures. And, and of course, it's always preferable to have lots of, of toys to keep them entertained and um so that's a, a big one okay so now that you're talking about toys bowls and vet meds i'm thinking mm-hmm. we do have sponsors we've mm-hmm. had on the show before sellers of toys planet right. dog and uh nico chan cat toys and we've had on the show before pet med companies so i'm hoping they're going to hear me talking about them and hope to do a follow-up show with me and give you some kind of donation because that would be this is the way to go they just have to reach you tax yep. receipt right they'll get a tax receipt unfortunately the shelter they are a registered nonprofit society in the united states but not that's in okay so. that's okay the companies i'm talking about are in the united states ah, so perfect uh, so that'll work out well so you know if you've got extras laying around in your warehouse, if there's something, if you just want to do some good, get your name out there and get a show with me, then go for it. Contact that would them. Be wonderful. org. Okay, and Angela, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great oh, talking about thank this. Thank you for having me. Well, I hope you'll keep inviting me to these parties. I mean, I absolutely uh, will. It and, was and, some fun. And we'll have another uh, dress up uh, event so you get to wear a wig next time. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, tell me ahead of time though, because I I like I dress will. up. I will. Okay. I will totally go in costume. I absolutely will. Okay. Will do. Thanks very much, Angela. Bye-bye. We've been talking to Angela Kerslake, and we've been talking about animals in Guatemala who need your help and how to reach them at awareguatemala.org. I just want to tell you that there's a new website that I'm really liking. W-A-R-E is the acronym. It's uh, wildlife and something, something. Anyway, W-A-R-E. Go on there, and it tracks. It's like a big map of the area I live in, which is cool, and if you see something like a mountain lion or a coyote or a wolf or a bear, you report when you saw it, how you saw it, where you saw it, and they put it on the map. And I'm just, I'm just fascinated by this. I can't get over it. The other day I was going over this enormous bridge, a huge bridge, a new bridge here, lots of traffic and everything. And it, it wasn't even that, that late at night. And I was going over maybe 10 o'clock at night on the weekend, Golden Ears Bridge. And right at the base of the bridge, just before I got off the mainland onto the bridge, there was a coyote, coyote just running around in with traffic, just crossing. Amazing to see. So brave and so adept at that. And today I saw in the morning news, a lady came home from driving her kids to school and there were two black bears, males, brawling over the right to a female and having a to-the-death battle in her driveway. So uh, lots is going on around here with the wildlife right now, spring and summer and the berries will be out soon and I'm going to pay attention to that website, I am, and I'll report back to you all on Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. Until next time, be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.